Hello, and welcome back onto the platform, the show where we do stories with no thought whatsoever. My name is Ryan. And I'm Kevin. Woo! <clears throat> I'm, feeling ex- I'm feeling excited today. How about you, Kevin? Oh, I'm feeling good. <coughs> <laughs> Are you okay? consumption has returned. Oh, no. You got gout in your throat somehow. <laughs> it sounds like... Wow. My sweet, my sweet Eliza. Are you okay? <laughs> Tell Jeremiah that I love him. And that although he'll never see his father... That he will always be in my butt. In your butt? Blech. Okay, I guess I'll tell him he's, he'll always be in your butt. Um, That was good. This is a good way to start. <laughs> Welcome to episode 10. Welcome to uh, episode 10? This is a 10th episode. <clears throat> Can you believe it? We've done 10 of these fucking things. You know what, Ryan? Yeah. I'm starting to think that episode 10, we should we should do a reveal. Reveal what? Something that's been hidden. Oh, you don't mean? I don't mean. You do you mean that the this the secret? Yeah. Well, I don't think we should reveal the secret yet. No, we shouldn't reveal the secret yet. That's obviously. like episode one hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll reveal. Okay, here's here is our promise to you on the platform. Come episode one hundred, we'll reveal the secret. The but secret. I, yeah, but until then, what were you thinking of Kevin? I was thinking we reveal something personal about you and I. You know, nothing oh. like that could get us doxxed or fired or something. We Just each a little secret. Every ten episodes, we reveal a little bit more about ourselves. Yeah, I will give you one number of my social insurance. Number. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, the back numbers on my credit card. Yeah, but um, they're, like, in different orders. <laughs> well, I, I still don't really know. Can you give me an example? Can you go first? Yeah, it's just like a little, a little, I don't know, a little get-together, like, fun bonding secret, you know? Okay. It doesn't have All to right. be the end of the world. Like like, like just... a sleepover secret? Yeah, like a sleepover secret. We're at a sleepover. Every okay. ten episodes is a sleepover. It's a sleepover. Welcome to the sleepover spectacular episode. Well, you share your secret <clears throat> first, Kevin, since this was your amazing idea. Yeah, okay, I'll share it first. Um, okay. Uh, something that some people who know me know is that I have uh, ADHD. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast. Maybe I have. I think you mentioned this, that you have anxiety. I have anxiety, but I also have ADHD. By the way, this is going to be a longer episode, I've just decided. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Every ten episodes is a little longer. Yeah, this one's um, two hours. Yeah. So... I have ADHD, uh, and I am taking uh, stuff for it, yeah. Um, as it were. But when I was a child, um, and me mom took me to see the like person who tells children they have mental stuff. Yeah, you the know, child teller. The child teller. Yeah, you went you to visit will. the child teller. I went to visit the child teller. What a good name for, like, a villain or something. Anyway, um, so I went to see this child teller, and I don't remember any of it because I was a dumb little kid, but uh, what my mom told me is that when we, like, saw the child teller and um, I, like, tried uh, my medication for the first time, that that was the first time that I had ever stopped shaking Oh no. <laughs> like 
Like, you don't get it. Like, I have ADHD, <laughs> but I have it real bad. Yeah. Like, if I'm not on my stuff, I am just all over the place. It's not a good time. But, um, yeah, when I was a child, I literally couldn't stop shaking until I, I had that stuff. Oh, my. Um, yeah. Uh, that's a little fun thing about me. I, I like to think. I think that it's is fun. Fun. I think it's fun to talk about that personally because it helps me kind of get over the whole like stigma of having mental issues if i just keep talking about it like it's normal in that case that's very good thank you for sharing yeah that's a wonderful Um, factoid about yourself i hope i didn't offend anyone with adhd (laughs) i would be astounded if you had somehow well if i did then fight me on the streets yeah Get in the comments yeah. on this on this podcast. Um, podcast. Put it on the platform wiki page. Yeah. <clears throat> um, a fun fact about me is um, when I was young, I don't remember how young. I was probably, I want to say like, I don't know, four or five, mm-hmm. probably. Pretty young. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I was... I was hanging out with my brother, who is three years older than me. So he was like seven or whatever around there. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> he was doing something that I didn't like. I don't know. He was like saying a word over and over again or something. And it was really it was really pe- peeing me. Oh, um, and I said, hey, if you do that again, I'm going to punch you. And uh, and, uh, you know, establishing boundaries, which is which is good. Uh, I'm proud of myself in hindsight for every aspect of this story. Um, and then uh, because he was, you know, seven, uh, he yeah. did it again like a little shit. Uh, <laughs> and so being the man of my word that I am, I fucking decked him in the mouth. Um, <gasps> and and he, he bit his tongue really bad and it bled everywhere. Oh, uh, my God. And I got in really big trouble because I punched my brother in the mouth. <laughs> Uh, and that's the only time I've ever punched anyone in my entire life. That's not true. Is that is, it? of course it's true. What? No way. I have, I have such a distinct memory. It's like one of the only memories I have of my early childhood because my memory is just kind of bad, generally speaking. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I reeled back and I threw a huge beefer right in his tongue hole. <laughs> holy, holy crap. I got him good. Yeah. Wow, uh, there's two parts of this. I cannot believe you have not had the necessity to punch another person. Like, yeah. like, I don't mean like you're, you're fighting. So like, I don't think you get into fights, but it's just like, you know, people punch each other all the time, you know? Do they? Do they though? Well, okay, maybe I'm thinking of like joking punches, you know? Well, but yeah, maybe maybe I've done that. I've probably done okay. that, but it was a or legitimately like, like a punch with an intention to harm you know yeah okay like here we go (laughs) kind of punch you know you you like you um what's the name of the big punch in my ear academia it's like the detroit smash yeah you detroit smashed your brother yeah a delaware smash his fucking head (laughs) yeah 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 i got him i got him good and anyway well um i i do hope that um you never have an instance where you must um, United States of Smash someone again. Like. Yeah, as do I. 
As I seem to recall, I immediately felt very bad, and the whole experience was unpleasant for everybody. Oh dear, I'm yeah. sorry. It wasn't. It wasn't a triumphant like "ha, showed you." It was like a "no, don't tell mom." <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, he did in fact tell mom, as you should well, when somebody, yeah, you should because he was bleeding <laughs> when from his mouth. Was, when he was bleeding from his tongue. Yeah. Oh. You should. You should get a. You should get an adult when you're bleeding from the tongue. Anyway, so, well, Um, the only two pieces of information available about us on the internet now are you have anxiety and ADHD, and I I fucking slamboed my brother right in the teeth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's good. I think that's a good um, indication of the people we are. (laughs) Yeah, a good cross-section of our sort of identity. I'm someone who struggles with um, uh, neurodivergence uh, somewhat. And you are someone who tried to kill your brother. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I, I, I attempted murder as a young, as a young bo- a boy. Um, yeah. Well, it's been almost ten minutes now, and we haven't started a story. So, what do you say? Um, episode ten, sharing spectacular, has officially come to a close, and we should, we should do a story now. I think, I think you're wrong. I think we should share, but what we should share is a story. Great. What a great. Thank thank you. Always no but. <laughs> Always no but here on the platform. Wonderful. All right. So I think the way that we're going to get our suggestion today is I realize this app I used actually has a randomize button. So instead mm-hmm. of like instead of choosing and asking, like, do you want a room or like a workplace or something? I'll just hit the random button and it chooses something for us and then gives totally. us a suggestion. So it's a bit more streamlined. But I'll say like what the category was and everything. So are you ready to go? Um, <clears throat> let me let me clear the the gout from my throat real quick. Yeah, get get the gout. Out. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Can you hit Can you hit a high F? They say that that's the note that removes the gout. If you hit a high F. <laughs> because of your microphone, that sounded like you were drowning underwater for some reason. <laughs> I'm sure it came through on your end. All right, here yeah, we I'm go. Sure, I'm sure it came through. <laughs> I'm sure it came through. Okay, so uh, I'm going to hit the randomize button. Here we go. Hit it. Oh, my. Okay, so we've been given a character. Oh. And our, uh, our suggestion is a character, and the character is an orc. 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 Yep. I don't know if we've done a fantasy yet. Let's, I don't, let's do it. I don't, well, I think the, the cloakroom one is vaguely fantasy, but yeah. Um, this one is this one is orc. So Orc. It's, yeah, wait, how's it spelt? O-R-C. O-R-C, okay. We're this not is what the people need to know. Yeah. Um, so why don't you start us off with the name of the yeah. name of the episode? Uh, I'll start with one word? Yeah. Okay. Orc. That's how it orcs. God. Okay, orc! Exclamation point. That's how it orcs. Exclamation point again, presumably, because yeah. of your gumption. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here, this is here's, a story about orcs, baby. This is a story about orcs, baby. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start us off with like some some whimsical like fantasy flute music. Mm. I'm gonna put it in here, um, to like like a, on a lyre or a lute, perhaps. And then I will begin with the narration. Do it. Yeah. All right. So what, what are we hearing right now? The, the, the music. 
the music. We hear the music. It's it's coming in, and like we see a pastoral glade, and little Ooh. people running around, and like children on the streets of this cobblestone place, reminding us of a distant fantasy land in a Tolkien-esque vein. Yeah. Just over across the mountain, we see the desert. <laughs> Welcome to the desert. And inside this huge chunks of metal sticking out of the ground because it's badass. Oh my. And then across the way of the little chunks of metal, we see different guys beating the shit out of each other. Oh god. Nice huge dudes. Their skin ranges from green to gray. <laughs> they got little tusks coming out of their mouths. Oh yeah, baby. You know that's to be an orc. Ooh. Who's the one telling this story? It's me, into the mirror, telling himself. My name's Grunkle, and I'm a big. <laughs> Fan of the orcs. That's right. <laughs> Being an orc myself that I can see within the mirror, I am an enormous fan. And I'm gonna tell you, Grungle, into the mirror. I'm gonna tell you my life story. <clears throat> oh my. And then it Nos. flashes back to, to Grungle as like a tiny a tiny baby orc. It all started with my mom and dad. They they found me in the ditch and they said, Who are you? And I responded. Uh, uh, oh. Mmm, said Grandpa. <laughs> mm, as he walked up to Mom and Dad. I don't know if uh is a good enough voice for you. So I'm gonna have to say that your name's gonna be Grungle from now on. Grungle. That's what I said. And then I decided I would be Grungle from now on. And then cut to, to cut to Grungle is like a, a slightly younger boy. He's like walking around and he's already holding like a big mallet. A Grungle spoke Malto. Yeah, Malto. I'm uh, I'm curious, Grungle. Have you ever fought anyone before? Uh, I mean, no. I've just been kind of I've just been going around sniffing flowers. Uh, playing in the stream, Stop you know, looking at the bird. Oh, <laughs> my name's Malto, as you know, and I'm going to kill you if you don't fight me. <laughs> I'm gonna drink your blood. I'm gonna oh. eat your heart, and I'm gonna suck down your liver. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Uh, in that case, mm, take this. And he and he swings his mighty mallet, and it flies through the air. And it hits uh, Malto right in the kneecap. Uh, oh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I did. Oh, I'm you sorry. really hurt me, Grungle. Oh, oh I'm Grungle. sorry. Uh, and Malto takes the chain from his back pocket and wraps it around Grungle's neck, bringing him low to the ground. Uh, that's right. That's my little act, Grungle. Mm, you're not getting out of this one. Ooh. I'm gonna eat you alive. What if I, what if I do this and he swings the hammer in the exact same way and this time it hits a Malta right in the head? Um, Malta falls down. Oh, Malto? He like kicks him. He doesn't move. Mal Malto? Oh my god! Oh my god! And then he he like drops his ballot and runs back home and he's like, Dad, Dad. Hmm? Dad, I, I think I killed someone. You killed someone? Yeah, what do I do? Hmm, let's see. Who was it? It was Malto. 
He said if he said if I didn't fight him, he was gonna he was gonna suck my brain and eat my and eat my ass and 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 kill my uh, kill my dad. Hmm. Let me go see. And that was how my dad did. He would always go see if I had killed something, which wasn't often. Hmm. The old man said as he looked down at the young boy. Hmm. He looked him over, inspecting. For any sign of life. Whoosh! A smack swift to the face, and Malto screamed, Ow! <laughs> Boy, you see? Yeah. Malto was playing dead in order to make you feel some sense of guilt for attempting to kill him. Oh. Okay. This is a common trait amongst us orcs. If there's one thing we love more than violence, it is the guilt. That comes from doing violence. Oh, okay. I I don't think I want to kill anybody again. Is that okay, Dad? It'll be a hard road for you, son. For killing is often the way that things die. But why do things have to die, Dad? Ever since the powerful lich decreed that all must die, that is why things must die. That seems a bit of a redundant way to explain that. But I guess I'm seven, so okay. Well, I didn't get an education. You know, I make barrels. <laughs> and you do a great job, Dad. Thanks for. I don't know why people die. <laughs> Thanks for slapping Malto in the face for me. Yeah, no problem. You, hey, listen. Yeah. If you want to know why people die, you might want to try getting a good education. Oh, okay, but. Do orcs ever get an education? Uh, they do, sometimes, you know. I mean, like, I, I think some schools let orcs in. Others that don't. That's that's bad. That's that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Okay. Thanks, thanks, Dad. No problem. I mean, you, you go back to doing whatever it was you were doing. Um, I'm going to go back to the desert, and I'm going to make a barrel. Okay, bye, Dad. And thus it was. <laughs> I set out on my quest, my quest to get an education. Mm. And it cuts to Ma, uh, or uh, what's the fuck is his Grum- name? Grungle. Grungle. Sorry. Cuts Grundle. Gr- is Grundle. Grundle. I think it was Grungle. Anyway, cuts to Grum Grumble. Um, uh, like outside of a big schoolhouse, and it's like panning up, and it shows how much taller it is than him, and he's like, oh, and then like. The bell rings, and he's like, oh, what was that? And, like, all these children rush past him, and you can see, like, humans and, like, elves and, and dwarf children all running around and, like, playing in the playground and having a good time. And, and and Rumble is like, oh, and he's, like, looking at them, and you can see, like, an elf girl and a human boy, like, playing tag and laughing and smiling. And, and like, a, a, little, a little dwarf girl with, like, a gnome girl, and they're, like, playing patty cake in, in like, the sandbox. And it's, and it's so beautiful. And then like a teacher steps into view, like just the feet, and then it pans up from, from Grumble's point of view and it looks at the teacher's face. And it's this very kind wood elf man. And he's like, well, hello, what's your name? Grundle. Oh, um, are you, are you going, coming to enroll in this school, Grundle? Yeah. Well, welcome. Uh, well, the one rule that we have in this school, Grundle, is uh, that there's no fighting, okay? 
So we, we, we're all about learning about how to get along with one another and how to listen to each other and respect each other's boundaries. Do you think you can handle that? Yeah. Great. <laughs> and so Grundle enters into the schoolhouse. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> so I entered into the schoolhouse. Great. And there I saw all the different children around me. If we were learning the numbers. Uh, there's just a big two on the blackboard. And Grundle's like, whoa. <sighs> I held up one finger. And I knew that was a finger. And I knew that that was one. And then when I raised the other finger, suddenly an explosion of knowledge <laughs> Oh, and I understood that to be two fingers. <laughs> and I wept. <laughs> the teacher just walks past is like, you, you okay, Grundle? Out of instinct, I threw my hand axe at the teacher. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Uh, and, a, and a mage comes by and is like, oops, that's a nasty cut there. And it like heals and the axe pops out and ting, 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 clatters on the floor. And the teacher gets up and is like, puts his hand on his hips and he's like, ah, Grundle, what are we going to do with you? And then like a montage starts of Grundle. We love montages on this fucking we show. We do love anyway, montages. And they're a great way to convey information. Um, <laughs> Grundle, there's a montage of Grundle like going through the years at school and learning about like the numbers beyond two. And he has such a hard time with it. And he like breaks a desk in half. Uh, but then the teacher like casts mend on the desk and it's fine. Uh, and then he learns about like he learns about the sciences and he learns about like the magical arts and he and he like carves a wo an intricate wooden staff and then he and and then he like he, he has gym class and he's so much stronger and faster than all the other kids and he like leaps over hurdles and he wins a dodgeball and everybody puts them on his on their shoulders and they're chanting like Grandol 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 and for the first time Grandol knows what it's like to have friends that don't respect you just because of how strong you are or how smart you are or how powerful you are but also because of who you are as a person. Your personality. We see him sitting with his friends at the lunch table, eating just this huge leg of, of of beef, and everybody else has like a sandwich or something, and he's eating like this this big thing of beef, and he's and he's and he's laughing. He's laughing with all his friends, just like we saw the the kids laughing at the beginning. And then, as the montage comes to an end, we see two feet step onto the perimeter of the playground. Uh, and the outside of the school. And then as we see, Grundle's in class. It's, it's like quiet reading time. He's, he's reading some kind of tome, and he's, he's learning so much. And then suddenly, the door to the classroom <laughs> is kicked oh. open. And who's standing in the doorway? But what was the name of the fucking guy that he hit in the head with a hammer? Malto. Malto is standing in the doorway. And he's looking around, and and Malto and and Brungle are older now, so they are they they they're a bit older. And Malto is standing, and he's very tall. He's very he's this imposing orc. He's like he's like probably fifteen or sixteen, and he's he's big and he's brawny, and he hasn't been educated up to this point. He's been in the desert, hitting the pieces of metal with his hammer, and so he looks around, 
and his eyes are cast around the room. And then he sniffs. And suddenly his eyes lock on Brungle. And the teacher stands up and he says, Hello, can I help you? And Malto throws a throws a hand axe into the teacher's head. And he's like, Ugh! And, and everybody in the room starts screaming. And they all run around and it's pandemonium. And Malto makes his way slowly, confidently through the crowd towards Brungle. And Brungle stands, and he, he and he's nervous. There's sweat on his brow, but he maintains his composure. And he's and he's he's shaking, but he but he puts on a brave face. And he sticks out his chest, and he sticks out his chin. And Malto is almost upon him. And Malto comes up, and he puts his hand on his shoulder. And suddenly it's silent. Everybody in the class is looking at Malto and Brungle. The teacher's been healed, and he's and he's standing there again. He's alive again, and Malto holds up his hand in front of Brungle's face. The two of them making eye contact. Their steely, their steely gray, bloodshot, orcish eyes staring into one another. But it was at this point that I had an idea. You see, I had been educated in the ways of seeing. And I had been educated in the ways of math and the like, so I thought I could use my brain to outsmart his brawn. You don't see me. What? You don't see me. Malto suddenly blinks. He takes his hand off Brungle's shoulder. He looks around. What is... What? You can't see me. He sniffs again. And you can't smell me. You can't smell me. What? He sniffs again. What the? What? Where did? Where did he go? Uh, where, hi, where did he my go? My name is. My name is. My name is Duncan. Um. Uh. Uh. And I think the guy you're looking for is um over in Awig. What? Well, I'm looking for. I'm looking for Brungle. And he looks at the teacher and he's like, where's, where's Brungle? And the, and the, the teacher's like, we don't have a Brungle in this class. We only have that guy, Duncan. Yeah, I'm Duncan. And L- Malta looks back at Duncan or Brungle and he's like, mm, well, if you, if any of you see Brungle, just tell him, tell him this. I have a message for him. And he holds up his fingers and he holds up one finger and he says, I know that this is one. Then he holds up a second finger, and he's like, but I want to know what this is. <laughs> and he starts crying, and he runs out of the room. And the teacher walks over to Brungle, and he says, puts his hand on his shoulder, but not in a threatening way this time, in like an, an encouraging way. And he says, that was very good, Brungle. You de-escalated I, I the situation. Who is. You can, you can, you can stop. It's okay. I know it's you, Brungle. It's all right. You're safe now. And listen. What? You use your brain. You didn't even reach for your mallet. I'm proud no. of you. But listen. I think that guy, Malto, he killed me just now. It was awful. There's nothing after <laughs> death. It just stops. But we, it's, it's not important right now. What? I. <laughs> It, it sounds like, don't think about it. it. Sounds like he needs your help. It sounds like 
maybe he wants to learn too. Now I know you've told I don't know. you told me about him in the past. You told me about how he made you feel bad for uh-huh. for trying to kill him. I don't remember that. <laughs> what are we gonna do with you, Brungle? Who's I Brungle? Think you <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I thought you were. Maybe I give you a bit too much credit there. Okay, you're oh. Brungle. Let's back up Whoa. a few steps. You're Brungle. I could okay. see you and smell All you. Right. Whoa. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, now listen, Brungle. You're the mm-hmm. only one who understands Malto. You're the only one who's an orc. Do you think you can get through to him? Do you think you can you can teach him? Um, yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah, totally. Why not? Nice. All right, now go get him. Go get him, uh, Brungle. All right. Mostly because I think he's going to go charging into other classrooms looking for you, and they're going to get really upset. So go do that, like, right now. All right, I go. And that was when I went, and I went across the school. The school wasn't that big, and I found him. <laughs> Where's Brungle? And he's, like, shaking an elf girl. She's like, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Uh, you leave Delilah, Lenora, Zamora, Gunnar, Alondo... Out of this. Ooh. And he drops Delilah Mora Sagon Nagar on the ground. And she's like, uh. And he's like, oh. So, you decided to finally show yourself. I did. Well, I've got a question. Did Duncan tell you what I wanted? He did. To- oh, good. So then you know about this. And he holds up one finger. Uh-huh. And you know about this. He holds up the second finger. I feel like... I feel like there's something that I don't know. And all I've known for my whole life. I've been in the desert. I've been hitting rocks. Mm-hmm. And I've had this sense that there's more. Is there more? He puts both hands on his shoulders and he shakes them and he's like, Is there more, Bruggle? Is there more to life than hitting people? Making people feel bad. Eating meat and sand a little bit when the sand gets on the meat and you crunch it and it feels on your teeth and you're like, oh, there's sand on my meat. Is there more oh. to life than that? <sighs> Please. He falls to the floor and he cries, kind of like Brungle did when he first learned about the number two. There is more, Malto. Malto looks up and it's like a shot from his perspective and Brungle is looking down on him. And then he holds out a hand. Take my hand. I'm sorry. I never apologized. I'm sorry I said I was gonna was gonna suck out your liver and eat your skin and drink your blood. It's all I was told. It's all I knew. It's alright. What I really wanted was to be your friend. I just didn't have the words. That's alright. Take my hand. And he takes his beefy hand. Now let me tell you one thing. What is it? The two orc men are looking eye to eye now. When you have one... He holds up one finger. And then you have another. He holds up a second finger. They call that two... <laughs> and Malto, control yourself! Control yourself! <laughs> oh, oh, he slaps him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, I knew it. I knew there was more. And the entire class is watching awestruck. People are people are crying. But Malto, there's even more than that. Please tell me everything. I don't know everything. So there's one last place I need to go. Please. Anything I can do to help you. Will you let me stay with you while I go to university? Yeah, sure, man. Do you need to, like, crash on my couch? I do. I got, like, a fold-out bed. That's all right. Great. Is it filled with weapons? You fucking know it is. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and the two men shake hands, and the, and the class erupts into applause, and then it, it crossfades to to Brungle waving goodbye to his wood elf teacher with many many scars all over his head and neck, uh, <laughs> and he waves goodbye, and Brungle puts his little bag over his shoulder and walks, and he walks through the desert and through the forest, and he stops at Malto's house, and Malto's mom makes him, like, a shepherd's pie. And then mm. he keeps going, and he arrives, finally, at university. The university of... The Waterloo. desert. The desert. <laughs> that desert. Ah, and that's when I made it to the university. And there it was. It stood before me as a somewhat young man I'd taken a gap year you see in order to raise up all of the orc bucks I could you, uh, you see he like holds out like a couple of pebbles <laughs> like, now I could finally pay my tuition for the university of the desert and, I, and I, like a, another orc walks up and he's like hey you have your tuition hey, I have my tuition and he holds out his hand right here he, he looks at the pebbles and he takes them and he's like, one, two, three, four. You make it look easy. Yeah, good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I went to my first class, a truly powerful orc subject. Gender studies. <laughs> and there's like, there's like an Aarakocra and it's like, uh, so, uh, you know, we're learning about the gender binary and how it's, you know, the social constructionism of the something. I've never taken a gender studies class. That's Wait, my, hold on a second. Is, is, is Grungle, is Grungle he him? That's up to you. Grungle doesn't always feel he him. Well, maybe you want to try an experiment. I will experiment. And I did. A lot. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> University was a wild, crazy time for me. That's when I learned how to really be both a man and a they. It shows Grungle, like, meeting friends on the quad, the, the sand quad, which is just the desert. And then, like, in the library, which is like a cave in the desert. And then, like, going to all his classes, which are, like, slightly smaller caves in the desert. In the desert. <laughs> yeah. But I finally got my bachelor's degree in a most orcish subject. English. 
And there's like there's like a little halfling at the front of the lecture hall, and he's like, um, so we're our final feces of the of the year. This is this is what it's all been leading towards. This is your capstone project, everybody. So uh you need to really find a thesis that you can prove, uh, and you need to make it personal to yourself. Uh, and uh, good luck, everybody. This is your final. This is your final project. I knew exactly the theses that I was going to write. It would be my magnum opus. And it cuts to him like in his in his cave dorm, like writing. And Malto knocks on the door, and he's like. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's going all right. I I just started in my first year. I'm really excited. I, How's I'm, anthropology? Oh, it's good. I'm learning. I'm learning so much. The world is so much bigger than I ever initially thought. And I'm so different from how I normally thought. I thought how yeah. I was when I was 12 was how I was going to be forever. But there's so Same. much more to it than that. I guess it's true what they say. People really can change. I'm gonna throw a knife at you! <laughs> and he catches it right in front of his face. And he's like, ah, <laughs> people change, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm writing my thesis. Get out of here. Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and it, the camera slowly pans over uh, Gungrid's shoulder in the light of this, his candle to reveal the name of his thesis, which is... What is actually my name? <laughs> right, got it. the The long sleepless nights. Another montage. Fuck you. Another montage. Long sleepless nights of him pouring over this thesis, of him of his tearing his orcish hair out, of drinking coffee in the library, of uh, like trying an edible, and then deciding, you know what? I respect other people doing it, but it's not for me. And then going back to writing his thesis. <laughs> And then finally, he's he pours over his his writing at one in the morning, uh, and he, he holds his paper aloft, and he gazes at his work. That's it. This is my thesis. And it smash cuts to him at, at the the desk of his halfling professor. And the, the halfling is like, all right, everybody. Uh, good job, everybody. Great semester. Congratulations to all the graduating club. Whoa! And, and, and Grungle, like, slams his paper down onto the professor's desk. And he looks at him. Throw up the Bible! You don't need anything else ever again! Oh, uh, okay, thank you. Thank you, Grungle. Turning in your papers in, a, in the, you know, the usual fashion, I could see. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, he, and he picks it up. And he, like, adjusts his glasses, and he just starts to skim the first page, and he's like, Oh. <laughs> my, my god. And it's like that scene in Ratatouille where the, the little chef, like, starts to read it, and then he, like, reads faster and faster, and he gets more and more upset, until he finally puts it down. And he looks at Grungle, who's already started to leave the lecture hall. He's just heading out the exit, and he's like, Grungle! Who? It's true. All of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Finally. The recognition I wanted. And it cuts to Grungle, like, getting his, getting his diploma, shaking hands with the, with the half-orc, a dean of the university, uh, moving his tassel. The dean is like, 
Congratulations, Gungred, Grungle, Grumbold, Grumbold. I wrote my thesis on this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everybody wrote a thesis. I'm the dean. I don't have time. Uh, but you are one of our most esteemed alumni now. What will yeah. you do next? I Let me give my speech. I'll give you a speech. Of course. <clears throat> boom, boom, boom. He hits the mic and he's just like... <clears throat> Yeah. And the crowd erupts into applause. <laughs> Everybody gets to their feet and they're like, he has such a way with words. He's so succinct. He's one of the he's one of the great poet laureates of our time. He he evokes in a single word what we could never hope to to convey in an entire page of writing. I'm be honest. I'm be honest when I said that I'd forgotten what my speech was actually gonna be. But people liked it. And so I made my way away from university. Finally, with a degree in my hand, I went to go find a stable job. Out in the desert. And then it slowly pans down. And he's sitting in a rocking chair. He has a gray beard. And there's two little little orcs sitting sitting at his feet. They're looking up at him. And they're like, what happened? What happened next, Grandpa? <sighs> well, what happened next was that I found you two in a ditch. Oh! But that, that I think might be a story for another time. Aww. Hey. Don't, don't odd me. I'll kill you. Uh, uh. <laughs> and the grunkle, like, very quickly gets out of his rocking chair and breaks it. <laughs> and the two kids are like, yay. <sighs> go, go to the wash hole. Wash yourself. It's bedtime. Okay. Bye. Thanks for the story, Grandpa. Uh, and I went over. To the mirror in my bath cave. I looked into it. He's just narrating to himself and now. I s- <laughs> and I saw all the years go by. From when I was a baby to when I was a child. Then a bigger child. Then a bigger child. Till finally I was an average sized man. <laughs> And then I was a bigger man. And then I was a slightly smaller man. And now I'm very small. For I'm aged. But I'm also a man. There was a time when I wasn't a man. But I think that after my gender journey, I determined that I was a man. Then I had a little doubts again, so I'm still currently working working that out. And there comes there comes a little knock on the doorway. And there's a voice, and it says, You busy in there? And Grungle turns around, and there's Malto, similarly aged, old, gray, shrunken, in the doorway. He says, You got time to catch up with an old friend? I was just about to pee. Would you like to join me? (laughs) Just like old times. Zip! (laughs) And as the two friends pee and catch up and laugh like friends do, 
and then occasionally hit each other with a hammer because it's in their nature. <gasps> the camera pans out through the window, up above the smokestack of the little house in the desert, past the ditch where Grungle was found as a child, and up into the sky. The end. Nice. Yeah. What, a, what an odyssey. What a journey. What what a journey through the life of Grungle. Yeah. That was that was nice. That was nice. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I I think my audio peaked a lot. Uh probably. I guess I'll have to deal with that later. Uh, you will. Yeah. You will. That's all right. Well, what was the moral of that story, do you think, Kevin? I think the moral of the story is um that education is um usually a pretty good thing yeah and that you should pursue it if you can yeah um yeah because you know nobody is like nobody nobody's born fully formed you know you you can change over the course of your life yeah but it's also okay if you retain some of the things that are that are true to yourself yeah in fact you should you should it's a big mosaic your life and things will will change and that's can be scary but overall you should enjoy the ride of it yeah and you should be you know accepting when things don't go your way and you should be glad when things do yeah you should you know fight to make your life as best you can absolutely And you can make your life better with education and remembering where you come from. Nice. Well, did you have any thoughts about how that went? Any, any, any things you liked? Any things you have a note on? Um, I think that I may have, uh, overdid it a little bit with some of the voices. In what way? Like, I think my throat is a little sore. Ah, okay. I'm sorry about Uh, that. That's okay. Yeah, and I worry that, like, when I go into my deep register that like uh i could be a little hard to hear or i sound like i'm um making fun of like people with a deep voice or something I, like I, that. I, I, I doubt that'll that'll be the case but okay i, I yeah, worry about I that sometimes i wouldn't worry it's okay yeah um i think <clears throat> it's it's tricky because in an audio medium i find us it's kind of not not that it's anybody's fault, but just like sometimes we interrupt each other and there's sometimes that awkward moment of like you were giving an offer and I was giving an offer and yeah. it's and it's like, oh, you go. No, 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 you go. Um, so, you know, I think that's just something that we continue to work on. It's easier when you're next to the person, obviously, and we're, that's not how we record these. Um, no. So it's it's sometimes difficult to like. Um, but it's, you know, it's a skill we can continue to develop to just like listen and listen for the pauses when somebody's, somebody's speaking and, you know, mm-hmm. um, we could keep working on it. Yeah, I think so. I think we do, we, we can keep working on that sort of thing. Absolutely. Um, hey, there were no daddy issues in this one. There really weren't. The yeah. daddy was good. The daddy um, was good. I liked, I liked daddy. Yeah. I like daddy. You mean- yeah, I, I think so. I think I think Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Daddy. Yeah, for sure, mm. Daddy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
Well, uh, this has definitely been our longest episode yet, but that's okay because it was the episode 10 sharing spectacular. Uh, this is the episode so, 10 sharing spectacular. Yeah, it certainly was. So uh, do you want to take us home, Kevin? I think I would. Um, I don't know. Real, real quick. I don't know if this show is going to be like popular or if it's going to be like people are going to watch it or anything, but I really hope that people do um, because I really like making it. And I know Ryan really likes making it. I do. So we hope that you are able, wherever you are in life, to gleam a little bit of joy from like an hour of me and one of my best friends being silly. Aw. But regardless. It's also the heartfelt spectacular. I want you all to be safe, be lovely, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Happy 10th episode. Bye.